When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose, where two black-ass girls invade the whitest show on earth, The Bachelor! I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And we just watched episode four. Ooh, thank and God. Was it good? A juicy one. Ooh, that sh- it made up for last week's dud of an episode. It was. It was. <laughs> there were actually parts this time where I was like, this is more than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I wasn't expecting... I wasn't expecting... Okay, just initial thoughts. We'll just go yeah, into it. Yeah, let's just go into it. Um, So happy that Sien had her one-on-one. Oh, That was our hope and dream yeah. from last episode. At yeah. the episode, we said, please let one of these black girls, <laughs> preferably Sien, get a one-on-one date. And she did. Mm-hmm. And then Becca got one as well. Ooh! So that was juicy as shit as well. <laughs> and, yeah, initial thoughts. We saw a little bit more Ari. Yes, we, we did. did. Finally, we got some insight into not necessarily him per se, but mostly in the one-on-ones with Cien and Becca, we did learn a little bit more about like what he looks for in a woman. And Kendall. Kendall had a conversation. And with his him conversation as well. with Kendall as well. Mm-hmm. So we're finally starting to learn like what is he looking for? Yeah. Whether he's following it or not, because he did <laughs> give Becca that goddamn rose. <laughs> We'll get to it. We'll get to that. But we're starting to see a little bit of, I don't know if I want to say layers. We're starting to see some insights. I would not say layers. <laughs> I would say that he's starting to get yanked out. These girls are yes. yanking it out yeah. of him. Yeah. But at least it's coming mm-hmm. because, whew, how are we going to go through this? No how idea. are we going to do this? No, I have no idea. But I think he, like, I don't know. He, I think he's very strong on, like, physical connections. Yeah. So he, like, had to, I guess, establish that first. Like, some people do that afterwards. They try to get to know the person, mm-hmm. and then they say, okay, let's see if we have romantic chemistry, like, make out and stuff. Yeah. He does that first to see, do we have a physical connection? Okay, now let me get to know you. You know, I'll just say it's it weird. now. I'll, I'll just say it now. <laughs> okay. I feel like because he's so insecure, that's mm. what he leads with. Yeah. Yeah, I totally see that. Because it's what girls do. Some girls do, too. Yeah. Yeah. They lead with their body or they yeah. lead with their sex appeal because they're, like, insecure about mm-hmm. their personality or whatever. Yeah. Or what they have to offer. Yeah. Which is a sad place to be at any age, but especially sad at 36 years of 36 age. 36-year-old white man. 
You are just living on this earth. God's green earth was created for your ass. For you. And you sitting here this insecure that you have to make up all these bitches on this show. Like, called pillow lips. Pillow lips. And that's what you're leading with. You're leading with your sex appeal because you don't have it all together already as a white man in America. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Leave it at that. What are your initial thoughts? So, my initial thoughts, this episode was just really, really exciting. Mm -hmm. And just like I said, the girls yanked and dragged and kicked and screamed um sorry that was my phone (laughs) that went off sorry um um until they got answers from him there were some really really good ones and we'll get to them Mm -hmm. but i was just really really thankful that the girls on this season are so smart yeah and push him yeah they push him which is good it was it was definitely a fulfilling episode yes definitely um, all right. Well, before we get into the recap, Ooh, you know what time it is. <laughs> time for the Peter and Eric update. Yay. <laughs> Do you want to start or should I start? Um, I'll start because, you know, um, <laughs> is Eric up to anything? You know, yet? Eric, you <laughs> every know. week it's like, it's not up to much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Eric was nice enough to put up his cryotherapy pictures <laughs> again and say so i i am just personally obsessed with cryotherapy okay um but he put up some like underwear pictures so if you guys want to yeah, those out like a smooth, at eric yum. yep at eric bigger um and then he put up five facts about himself today also on what platform is this this is on instagram stories instagram stories okay and he put up that he loves banana pudding so i gotta find a recipe and then he put up that he had a twin sister who died at birth oh shit but he believes that he carries her energy around Mm. isn't that cute yeah and he also said that he has a couple of days ago he said he has a pray.com account so it's oh. pray.com backslash Eric Bigger. So if you want to pray with Eric, you can. Oh, that's cute. Isn't that nice? Eric's such a nice, godly, nice, Christian yeah. black man. <laughs> he is Going so to church, nice. pray together in the yeah. mornings. Yeah. So cute. In motivational mornings. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. Oh, cutie. What other facts? Three facts or five facts? There were five, but the other three were irrelevant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well... Eric, we'll be praying with you. Yeah! We'll definitely awesome. be praying with yeah. you. Yeah, that's interesting with his twin. I know. Twin sister that died. I know, and it's interesting that we didn't learn that until now. I thought that would have come out on the show. Yeah, that's definitely something that they just, like, edited out. Yeah. producers ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> and they just, like, that wasn't part of his character that they were crafting. Right. So they were like, yeah. hey, let's leave that out. Damn. That that's actually him. really interesting. Yeah, that would have made him, like cuter i think yeah he said he was carrying his twin sister's energy around with him because it's part of his whole like spirituality thing already interesting but you know they just want to do him wrong my Mm -hmm. man Mm -hmm. so yeah that's what's up with eric cute peter peter's got some exciting things guys does he very exciting so first things first again i say this every week if you do not follow him on instagram you need to do that what are you doing today i think it was he posted a workout video of him working on his abs oh ladies (laughs) i watched this video at least three or four times no his body looked insane and he's in rehab and And he's in rehab for his back or whatever looking delicious mm-hmm. and when i was showing no i didn't show you the video but i was just talking mm-hmm. about it earlier with you yeah how 2018 i need to start dating guys with abs oh yeah no it's a requirement now <laughs> it's a requirement seeing that i was like why am i 
I don't know. I just don't really ever look at bodies. I'm more of a face person. So like I date, I could date skinny. I could date you know mm-hmm. dad bods. I don't think I've yeah. ever dated. I've definitely never dated like an athlete or somebody with like a sh- you know a good like a physical hot body eight pack type of thing. Yeah. But seeing Peter today, boy. Mm. <laughs> and me thinking, I need to start. <laughs> I gotta change my profile for this. Uh, what I'm looking for this year. And the thing about men too is that they can get bodies so much easier than us. It's like so much easier for yeah. them. Like, I could do a thousand crunches tonight and Oh nothing will happen. Nothing. Mm-mm. And he can do a thousand right now and tomorrow he'll wake up with an apex. Yep. Like, yep. So unfair. So yeah, anyways, that just gave me inspiration for my new outlook on dating. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, but besides all that, yeah. Um, so Peter was in New York this weekend. <gasps> Very exciting because, as you guys know, we live in New York. So when I saw that, I was like, "Oh my god, he could be anywhere!" Mm-hmm. I need to make sure my hair is done this weekend. <laughs> just never know. Um, but the reason why we didn't know why he mm-hmm. just said he's gonna be in New York. The New York Post posted today that Peter, along with former NFL star Terrell Owens, oh no, are were on a media tour for their friend making social platform that they're launching called Hive. What? <laughs> Your face. So apparently there's this new social networking uh, app, I think it is, coming out that's supposed to rival Meetup. Like meetup.com. Oh, okay. Where yeah, you can yeah. make friends, so like a friend making mm-hmm. platform. And Peter and Terrell Owens, who's like a big time NFL yeah, star. Yeah, a big time legit. NFL star. Who I don't know is how him and Peter know each other. Definitely but. broke, but that's okay. <laughs> that's that's fine. He got found two pennies to rub together <laughs> and invest in Hive. So they're both, I don't know if they're launching it or they're both investors in this yeah. app. Um, which is trying to rival meetup.com, which is wow big because meetup has been around for a while. Yeah. Established base. But they're saying what's different about this app is that it allows people to connect, um, not really by profiles, but mm-hmm. by interests and locations. I'm not really sure what that's going to look like if you don't have a profile. Yeah. But anyways. Okay. <laughs> and then they'll allow users to, I guess, interact with each other to set up how they want to meet versus meetup.com, oh, which is mostly events. Oh, yes. It's right. It's event space where this is more like personalized, like... I guess similar to online dating. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see more. Hive. I mean, there's two big yeah, names attached name. to it. It's a cute name, right? Yeah. Got some big names attached to it. So we'll see uh, See what happens there. Okay. Exciting. Um, don't really have any Bachelor Nation news, so yeah. we'll, we'll just jump right into we'll the episode. Into episode. Oh, so exciting. I feel like this episode is like a juicy grapefruit. Yeah. Squeeze it out. Mm. A lot there. So good. Um, all right, so let's get started. Um, so our TV was having issues again, oh, guys. Again, you guys, I'm sorry. It's expensive to live in New York. Neither of us have cable, okay, oh, no. the thing. It should be working, not working. Yeah. Either way, we missed, I think, the first four minutes, which might have just been the preview. Yeah. Um, but when the episode opens up for us, they were on their way to Tahoe, Lake Tahoe in Nevada. Nevada? Whichever. Yeah, whatever you want. Which, um looked very beautiful yeah and i'm glad they got to get out of that damn house in hollywood hills or whatever the (laughs) corny ass place in la (laughs) that shit is um and they're staying well ari was staying at the hard rock so you know the hard rock had their whole little uh product placement moment oh yeah multiple moments so many moments him walking through the doors Mm -hmm. 
He's on the balcony overlooking the golf course. Oh like, so God. much advertisement for the Hard Rock Lake Tahoe. <laughs> we see y'all. Uh, meanwhile, the girls are staying in this big-ass cabin with all kinds of taxidermy all over this place. Mm-hmm. And Kendall is just in heaven. Yeah, loving it. <laughs> Feeling quite at home. Yo, touching all of it. Oh touching God. all of it and just, like, all about it. This is, like, her dream home, essentially. Um, and then Kendall said, you know, she's excited about the home or whatever, and she's just like, I'm so excited to be here. I just have so much curiosity for him. Mm-hmm. Um, because y'all know shit about him. That's <laughs> right. All of you have made out with him excessively, and none of you know anything, anything about him. I have so much curiosity for him, which is code for, I don't know shit about this nigga. These I can't girls wait to get on a one on one. so nice. They really are. Because the fact that she even coded that message... <laughs> It's but she really couldn't nice just her. I don't know shit about this nigga. I don't know shit about this nigga. What the fuck? <laughs> you imagine Kendall. <laughs> Kendall. I don't know shit about this nigga, but I'm excited. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, so they're in this new house and the the cabin, I guess, and the date card arrives. Yay! And Becca retrieves the date card. She's wearing the biggest hoop earring. Oh my god. <laughs> Guys are the size of her face. The size of her tiny little face. But these hoops were huge. But she's all about that look. The short hair with the hoops. Mm -hmm. That's her that's her look. And it's cute. It's cute. And so the date card arrives and it goes to see ya! We are so excited because we didn't we didn't see her like at all last episode. Yeah, no. Like at all. She was afraid she was going home last episode. Yeah, because I don't think she did she go on a date? No. Remember, she didn't go on a date. She was, she was one of the girls in the house, but she impressed us from her little conversation like two episodes ago. Yeah. With, she went to Yale. She's traveled the world. And mm-hmm. so I know we were waiting on pins and needles yeah. to see a date with Sien. Um, and so the date card says, let's let our love soar. Yay. Interesting. Which means they're obviously doing something in the air. Yeah. We're guessing. Um, so this, like right after they read the date card, Ari comes in. Yeah. And so this is what I said to you. Mm-hmm. I was like, Ari looks kind of cute. First time that phrase has ever come out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> but when he came in in that moment, like his tan, like his foundation matched his, his mm-hmm. face, matched his neck. He had a nice even tan. Mm-hmm. And he was still wearing, like, a grandpa sweater. He still kind of looked like somebody's dad. Yeah. But it was the first time I looked at him, and I was like, oh, he's, like, not a bad-looking guy. Like, I can see the appeal. Mm-hmm. It was, it was that first kind of moment. Um, so That's yeah. not your get-it-can-get-it get moment? Um, that is not my already-can-get-it moment. Wow. Yeah. Okay, guys. There's, yeah, it's coming. Okay. <laughs> um, so he comes in looking cute, and he's coming to pick up Sien and, like, mm-hmm. say hi to the girls. And, um, you know, before, well, Sien goes off on her date, and then, of course, all the girls have their confessionals where they yeah. say how they really feel. And Caroline's like, who well, I liked Caroline, but mm, with this comment, she's yeah. like, you know, I don't know if there's a romantic connection there between Sien and Ari. Also, FYI, Caroline was swinging back what looked like Bailey's. It was like a milky kind of like tan drink. And I was like, unless you're drinking chocolate milk, girl. Bailey's on the rocks. I already know. 
That's some Baileys in oh that cup. Oh my god. In the middle of the day. No. <laughs> my mom drinks that shit. Oh really? Like an old Jamaican mother thing. <laughs> no, we used to drink it in the office. Really? If Baileys was, on ice? Mm-hmm. If, no, not even Baileys on ice. We would drink it with hot chocolate every on the Fridays oh, with nice. bagels. Cool. Yeah. Nice. I'm not going to say what office it was. <laughs> Messy. Messy as hell. Messy. Midday Baileys. <laughs> so Caroline's with her Baileys and throwing her shade at Seun. Yeah. Ugh. Crystal throwing shade again. Oh her my god. Delusional self. She's like, she's probably going home tonight. Yeah. So, you know, one girl down. <laughs> that makes me happy. That makes me happy. Oh my god. god just... How does something make you... How does something shift your emotions that much that you made up in your head? You made that up. Yeah. Like, girl, what? Because she is just, she's not based in reality. Yeah, she's not. She's living on another planet where her and Arya already decided that it's the two of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And now she has to, like, put up with these girls. Mm -hmm. And it's just driving her crazy. But she's so, she's acting so dead set in her head that, like, she is the one. Yeah. And none of these girls here even have a chance with Arya. That's how she talks about all of them. Like, the way she talked about Sien, like, Sien, she's probably going home tonight. Sien is one of the baddest bitches in this house. 100%. Period. Mm-hmm. So, for you to not see already the connection that they have, or just to write her off. Like, there's other girls in the house that you can write off. Yeah. Sien's not yeah. one of them. So, don't do this. Yeah. Crystal, sit down. So, um, Sien goes off on her date with Ari, and the girls, meanwhile, are, are on the balcony with binoculars. You know, the producers just slid them these binoculars. Yeah. Here, girls, here are the binoculars. Look over there. <laughs> so they're like, oh my god, it's so pretty out. This is such a great little location. Oh my god, what's that peeking through? <gasps> That's their parents! Oh my god, god, you guys! Oh my god! Ah! Ah! God. All of it so set up. So stupid. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they guessed it. Sien mm-hmm. and Ari were up in the sky parasailing, parasailing, which is so fun. So fun. Have you been parasailing? I have not been parasailing. What? There's one thing, because anytime we go to, so my family's Jamaican, by the way, guys, and anytime we go, we go to the, we always do, you know, some time with our family in the yeah. city, and then we'll go over to like the resort side. And we always do jet skiing. Mm. I think I've done banana boat before. Oh, yeah. And, like, the glass bottom boat. But I've never done the parasailing. Oh, my God. Parasailing's really fun. You've done it? Yeah. Oh, my God. I did it in St. Martin. No way. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, that's definitely on my list. Yeah. Definitely on my list. I don't know how I haven't done it yet. So, so yeah. So, they're parasailing. Having a grand old time. Um, CN, who, just to remind you guys, 27. Mm-hmm. She's a commercial real estate manager, Yale graduate. Yep. Just put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> she just kind of talked about her emotions, how she's kind of like par- like making the parasite like a parallel to how she feels about Ari, saying how it's like all very scary, but excited and hopeful at the same time. Busting out that Yale education. Yeah, that's just right. creating all of the parallels <laughs> yep. and similes all and the- metaphors <laughs> yeah, and the idioms and girl. personifications, <laughs> all of it. Yes! <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so they do the parasailing and then they, I guess, chill off by the side somewhere and have like a little picnic. Mm-hmm. Which is cute. And, you know, they're just having cool, casual conversation. Um, they're talking about his family because he lives in Scottsdale where all his family's at. And she asks if they see, do you see your family often? And he says, yes. 
about every other day. <laughs> Y'all, this is a red flag for me. Any nigga who has to see his mama every other day and you are above the age of 16? 16? <laughs> Justine! No, not what? 16. Not 16. 21. 21 to 25. I'm going to give you to 25. For guys, guys are dumb I know, and like I know, stupid dumb. until I the know. age of 36. <laughs> so <laughs> give him a break. I he know. can see his mom every day until at least like 26. All right. All right. 26. Okay. And you need to see your mom every other day yeah. to get your whatever Dutch pancakes, whatever you're eating. <laughs> Oh, no, this is a, a turn yeah. off for me, guys. That's a lot. And especially since, I guess the imp- they're implying that, the implication is that whoever he picks is going to move to Scottsdale, right? Oh, yeah. That's what it seems as Oh, if, yeah. Like, yeah. you're moving to him. And so, hearing that he sees his mama every other day is like... I'm I'm not opposed to mama's... Not mama's boys, but guys yeah. who are very close with their moms. Yeah. Like, I actually prefer that Mm -hmm. but i feel like it would be a little suffocating living in the same town as his mom and she lives down the street and then i have to see them all the time like that's a little overboard i wonder if that's what his married brothers do they live in scottsdale too i don't know Mm. and i don't know if they see the mom and dad every other day yeah because that seems like a lot for anyone who's married that's a lot, yeah. You know, that's, that's just aggressive. I need a, I need some separation, I think. Yeah. I mm-hmm. love the shit out of my parents. Mm-hmm. But living in this... And to be honest, if I lived in the same uh, town. town as them, I probably would see them every time. Oh, day. yeah, 100%. I probably would. And you and I both have the type of parents where they would call whoever our husband is their son, mm-hmm. and they would be, like, all over a yep. loving life. Yep. Mm-hmm. But even with that, mm-hmm. I know that's a lot for my partner. Yeah, to put them yeah. through that or whatever. So. Yep, yeah, you kind of like mentioned that. We made a little asterisk yeah. next to it. Oof. Okay, remember that for later. <laughs> um, and then he talks about his brothers. Yeah. He has twin brothers. So one, one just got married, right? Mm-hmm. One just got married recently back in the Netherlands. Um, and he said it was weird to see his little brother getting married. Yeah. Yeah. Pushing 30. You're pushing 40. You're pushing 4-0, And you nigga. still ain't married. Yeah. And your little brother's out here getting married. Getting uh, married abroad. Getting married abroad. Like, big ass wedding. Yeah, big ass wedding with all the Dutch family there. Mm-hmm. Like, I know he's feeling the pressure. Damn, that's mad embarrassing. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. His whole family, like... Oh my the god! His whole international family was there. Like the mm. whole family was like, it was a big <laughs> ass wedding. Old ass. <laughs> He's there by himself. Damn. Which kind of. I mean, this happens a lot to people. I when know. Their little sibling yeah. gets married before them. Um, but when you're 36, I know. You're, and like you said, when you're a full white man, like there's no you're reason you're choosing. Yeah. You're choosing not. Why to are you married? not married by now? He could have been married. Mm-hmm. This is a choice. Um. So yeah, that sucks. And um, so yes, yeah, so they're having their little conversation, and to me, it just seemed he looked so relaxed. Yeah, he did, and not like bored, relaxed, mm-hmm. like how he was with Lauren S. Yeah, last oh episode, but he was like relaxed, like bored to tears. Mm-hmm. With yeah, he just seemed so relaxed, and their conversation was just like easy. Mm-hmm. It was like an easy flowing. He's sharing about his family. She's sharing about her family. Like it was very 
it just looked relaxed. Like that was the cover. That's the word I wrote down. I think that CN was really comfortable being her confident self around him. Mm -hmm. And so was therefore able to lead and drive the conversation. Mm -hmm. That's how I would put it. I, I wouldn't put that it was an easy conversation between the two of them. Okay. I would say that CN felt comfortable driving the conversation. Yeah, that makes sense. You know? Yeah. Because she did kind of, like, take the control a little bit. Oh, yeah. When she was like, your twin brother. He got twin married. Yeah. When? Where? Like, like, I know nothing about you. Yeah. Let's get these questions <laughs> out. Right. Shit. Yeah. And he wasn't really talking. He was just like, yeah, he got married was going into detail he wasn't that dry but he was like yeah he got married in july yeah and then he kept talking was no and then she asked him oh where where did he get married oh i guess that prompted it yeah once once he got talking he was talking yeah don't be doing my boy fine 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 fine. (laughs) i'm finally trying to like praise this dude i know (laughs) um but yeah speaking of defending ari in this moment, during their conversation, um, you know, with their picnic, he got my Ari can get it moment. Okay, in the picnic. Their little picnic. Okay. He had the cool. light glistening on him. Yeah. He looked tan. Yep. He looked confident standing, not standing, sitting and chatting with Sien. Mm-hmm. It was the first time I looked at him and I was like, okay, same thing. I can see the appeal. Yes. I can see the appeal. And he was outside in the sunlight looking tan and yeah. just the skin was even. <laughs> and that was, this is very important to us guys. Because he's been suffering with some, oh my god, some hyperpigmentation ailments. Yes, (laughs) the jaundice, the the mismatched face and neck. So he got an even skin tone, and he could get it this episode. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. Um, but yeah, so Ari definitely was into Sian just from this conversation. I wrote down that he said, I learned more about he was talking about their the first time he met her, I think. Mm-hmm. when they had a one-on-one and he said I learned more about you during that little three-minute talk than I learned about some of the other girls in the house mm. so he he already picked up from Jump Street like yeah, this girl from has death from the very beginning mm-hmm. it was like okay she came at him with this is who I am yeah learned these things about me and he remembered that and was like wow she's impressive um, and then he complimented her some more saying she was I think this was in his, conf- his uh, confessional how She's a very educated woman. She's successful. And she's a damn good kisser. Cue the making out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what he's good for. Yeah. I mean, this is a signature. Yeah, that's that's a signature. To be fair, though, now that we're like an expert at watching this nigga. Yes. Out everybody. Yes. He does look like a good kisser. Sure. <laughs> Just <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna doubt it. If all if all uh-huh. eighteen of these girls say he's a great kisser, yeah. then I'm gonna say. But yeah. the saying is, the, they could say anything they want because they've been saying it from the beginning. Yeah. Brittany was like, it was amazing. But now we're watching. I'm I'm getting so used to seeing him tongue out in girls now. Now that I'm like really intensely watching it, I'm like, he does look like he knows what he's doing. He yeah, does look like a good kisser. Yeah. So I can I get it now. It's not just hearsay. I can see it. Right. I can almost like. Right. Ugh, I was gonna say I could almost taste it. Oh, 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 oh God! Yikes! Okay, moving on. Uh, so back at the house. Ugh, this is sad. Mm-hmm. Mikkel gets a phone call. She's off on the balcony on her cell phone, on um, a cell phone. I guess a producer cell phone. Yeah. 
And the minute I saw that, I already knew something. Is, something bad something happened. Because they don't get to talk on the phone yeah. ever. I think Chelsea, because she's a single mom, she gets yeah. phone time. But other than that, you never get to talk on the phone. So we already knew it wasn't good. And she learned from her mom that her grandpa passed away. So sad. Really sad. It just sucks to be... Because she said, first of all, that the grandpa wasn't sick. Right. So it was very unexpected. He was just old. Yeah. And you're already in this stressful-ass environment with these mm-hmm. girls. All you want to do at that moment is be home. Yeah. You don't even want to go back in and explain nothing. You don't mm-hmm. want to pack. There's, like, so many steps she has to go to through before yeah. she's even just home. And that sucks. And there's no distractions in that house. No. There's no TV. There's no internet. No. There's, like, no nothing to make you laugh no. or anything. No. There's just these... Girls who are also your boyfriend's girlfriend. Oh my god. <laughs> like, terrible. That is horrible. Yeah. So I really felt for her in that moment. I'm glad they are letting her go home and then maybe she'll come back. Yeah. I'm glad they're letting her do that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they gonna trap her in that house? <laughs> no, I'm not trap her in the house. They're gonna be like, well, you can't come back. That would be nuts. It would be, a- but it wouldn't be the first reality show where they do that. that. Yeah. But usually they're forgiving if someone, like if it's a death in a family, like this is a yeah. family emergency, she can't help that. Yeah. So it's not like, it's not fair, she's not at the rose ceremony. Like you can't do <laughs> oh that. Oh my God. Chris, some yeah. shit, some, I bet you Crystal said that shit. Oh. And they cut it out because they were like, this is a little yeah, bit too this far. <laughs> yeah. too much. I bet she said some shit like oh, that. Oh jeez. But yeah, they have to let her go home and yeah. figure out her shit. And then, you know, if she, if she wants to come back, right. then come back. So when she gets home, she might be like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. I want to be with my family. Um, so yeah, we're thinking of Mikkel. Yeah. Um, and so meanwhile, another date card comes and it's for the group date. Oh my God, this huge group date. Yeah. Huge group date. And whoever's not on the card is basically going to be the one-on-one. Ooh. So this was huge. Mm-hmm. So the date card comes. They read off the girls. We got Chelsea, Crystal, Becca K, Marique, Ashley, Jacqueline, Jenna, Tia, Kendall, Lauren, <laughs> Brittany, and last but not least, Caroline. Which means the one-on-one Ooh. is going to Becca. Yeah. Becca, short hair Becca, the one that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Keep forgetting this, that other one. And yeah, so all, everyone's, sh- I mean, she's obviously very happy, obviously, mm-hmm. but all the other girls are kind of like pissed, yeah, shocked, slash just being shady as hell because they're like, yeah. look, now he's going to find out how mm-hmm. old this girl is. That 14 year age gap is about to be revealed. Anyways, back on CN's date, they are going for dinner at the Hard Rock Hotel. <laughs> BTW, my girl CN, when they walk in, and this is how you know she is just a polite young lady. Yes. She goes, this is such a pretty restaurant. Walking into the Hard Rock Cafe. The Hard Rock generic ass cafe. Like there's t-shirts hanging up that you could buy. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh my god. Oh, they have like there's snow like, globes. Yeah. It's like a casino in the back yeah. with like old yeah. white people on respirators <laughs> puffing on cigarettes and gambling on the penny slots. And she's like, this is so beautiful. This is so great. Oh my god. Sian, we, we get it. She's, yeah. She has good home training. Yeah. Good home training. And, and you know she's polite. making the best out of her situation. Because mm-hmm. you know in the back of her mind she's thinking Becca with the yeah. K. Becca K. 
got 85 dresses from Rachel Zoe and some Christian Louboutins and I'm sitting here at the Hard Rock <laughs> motherfucking cafe. You know that's running in the back of her mind. So she rolls up looking just bomb. So pretty. Her usual. She had on this like pale pink bondage dress, right? Yeah, it's always, with her, it's always a soft neutral. Yeah. Because she wore her... another, that like mauve yes. colored dress before. Yeah. And so this time it's in a similar vein, like a pale mm-hmm. kind of pinkish blush um, bondage dress. The leather jacket on top. Yeah, very know, cute. Got to edge it up a bit. And um, before they start the day, she's kind of saying in her confessionals um, how, you know, her parents struggled with their relationship a little bit. Mm-hmm. So she's, you know, she already always has like walls up mm-hmm. just automatically because of relationships and what she saw with her parents. And then she said, which I am just... This is why I'm teen mm-hmm. CN. She said, you know, I'm a black female and they don't tell a lot of stories of women like us getting that fairy tale ending. Mm. And so I'm excited to see like where this goes with Ari. Yeah. Love it. Loved it. Love it. I love the way she explained it. Yeah. She put herself in. Then she put America in the true hot seat of like, mm-hmm. they don't tell stories about us. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel a certain way. Yeah. And she's ready for her fairy tale ending. Mm-hmm. And she's getting that chance. I'm so yeah. happy she said that off rip. Yeah. Like in her confessional before they even start this shit. Yeah. Just letting us know where she stands and how she recognizes her place on this show. Right. Right. She ain't dumb. Mm-hmm. She knows that girls like her are barely get cast on the show. Mm-hmm. And girls like her, for damn sure, barely make it through the damn show. Right. So she knows exactly where she's situated and where she stands and what she represents. And But at the same time, she has her own hopes and dreams and hopes it works out for her. What I wonder is if she knows how much better she is than the rest of these people. I'm sure she knows. She ain't dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm sure she's had conversation. I mean, and this group of girls are like... No, they're, they're good. They're pretty legit. They're good. They're pretty legit. Yeah. Um... But, I mean, when she's standing next to Becca, 22-year-old Becca, who literally like, was just born two days ago, like, <laughs> and she's lived a whole 27 years of traveling and going to school and all this stuff like that, yeah. like, she definitely knows that she's- Even next to, like, a Crystal. Or Crystal, yeah. Who's, like, a fitness instructor. I'm sure she's a very good one. She's got a great body. Mm-hmm. But has she been abroad to Italy and Brazil? Right. Does she speak several languages? Did she go to Yale? Probably not. I'm guessing no. Yeah. It's <laughs> a hard no. <laughs> uh, she must know. She's confident. Yeah. She must know. Yeah. So they're sitting, having conversation, and um, she asks, you know, she's asking some good questions. Mm-hmm. So she asked again. Why haven't you been in love in five years? Uh, hello? Is this a big red flag for many of the girls yes. in the house? Because <laughs> this has come up before. As it should Somebody be. else. Yeah. yeah. So the last time you were on this show, five years ago with Emily, was the last time you were in love. Explain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like basically how they approach him. And so he explained again. He's like, look, it took me longer than I thought to get over Emily. And so he kind of like purposely dated girls that weren't ready for marriage because it was the safe thing to do, mm-hmm. essentially. Like, okay, we get it. And then, you know, Sienna gets vulnerable, shares more about herself. Mm -hmm. She said that her, you know, she's going more into detail about her parents' marriage. Definitely wasn't perfect. Yeah. And she realized from a young age, I think she said at 14, that love and relationships are just hard. So Mm -hmm. she just, I don't know where this came from, but she decided at the age of 14 that she was never going to love anyone 
because... Well, she, yeah, she said she would never fall in love, love at 14. Yeah. Oh, at 14, is she saying? I don't think she decided she wasn't going to fall in love. She said she would never be in love. In love. Oh, at the age of 14. At the age of 14. She was saying, like, I'll never find love. Mm. Which is even more heartbreaking than someone saying, I will never love anyone. Yeah. You know? So she was really seeing something. Something serious. Something really serious to her parents and was being exposed to how love can hurt you. Mm -hmm. And how you do kind of have to guard your heart because she can get real, real, very quick. Um, So she kind of shared that a bit about herself. And then she goes in some more. Mm-hmm. And this is where she got my invite to the cookout. We can which, the cookout. I was about to say, it's like, she don't really need an invite. <laughs> she already had the cookout. She brought the potato salad. Yeah. <laughs> but I couldn't find another moment. This is my, oh, okay. my, my favorite moment for a girl okay. on this episode. Um, so Sien comes to the cookout. Mm-hmm. And she reiterates, but to Ari this time. So mm-hmm. not in her confessional, but to Ari says you know growing up in the u.s i didn't see love stories with girls who look like me mm-hmm. and this part is my favorite guys this next part yeah she's like i didn't see a lot of you know women or love stories of girls who look like me she said there are other girls who fit more naturally in this yes. story and i am not portrayed yeah. I was like, God damn it, CN. I was so I was enthralled. I didn't even write it down. <laughs> <laughs> totally missed what she said. I just knew I loved it. <laughs> oh my god, it was so good. So good. And it wasn't a confessional moment. It was a face-to-face with Ari moment. And to be that eloquent to yes. speak to somebody who is not of your race, mm-hmm. mic'd up with a boom in your face mm-hmm. at the Hard Rock Cafe Lake Taco, mm-hmm. that is a lot of pressure. Yeah. And she really rose to the occasion. Yeah. I was so happy. Yeah. She did oh, it very well. Her. Yep. Because also, because as a black woman on this white ass show, there's like the elephant in the room. Yeah. Is this guy even yeah. into black girls? That's the right. big elephant. Yeah. And I remember on Sean Lowe's season, oh, one yeah. of the black girls flat out asked him, are you into what? Like, yeah. am I here for real, for real? Or am I going home next week? Like, do you right. mean, are you attracted? And then he revealed that his last girlfriend was black. And so you're like, all right. Yeah. So going into the show, like, you don't even know if this dude is even into you or into and girls she's, like you. She's not an Ashley who's like very light skinned. We love Ashley. We love Ashley. But, but yeah. you know, she's more safe, quote unquote, I would say. Mm-hmm. And Sienne's like a darker skinned black girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, her hair was looking wavy <laughs> in that parasail. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad she had that conversation and made that discussion a thing. Yeah. And she didn't even have to. She could have really been there and been like, I don't see black girls like me on TV. Ooh. Like, she could have really, but she kind of coded the language a bit. Yeah. Girls that don't look like me. This is a theme with these don't women. Don't have, you know, people, girls like me don't have, really have that fairy tale. He yeah. knows exactly what she's talking about. Right. And she made the, you know, the message very clear. And Ari's just eating it all up. Mm-hmm. He says she's an extremely strong woman. Um, he told her, I feel like I knew you from the first seconds of talking with you because conversation was so easy. And I'm really happy you're here, which he says to everybody, but right, yeah. <laughs> but I like that he called her a strong woman. He, yeah, he recognizes that quality in her. And so it's time to give the date rose, and she obviously gets the date rose. And this was my Ari can get it moment. Okay, this is so Ari's cute. getting the cookies. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you always say that with me? I don't put your cookies in that situation. <laughs> I don't do that. I just say okay. This is 
someone where you could possibly feel attracted to this man. I just look at I don't put your cookies up for grabs because I love to see you cringe because oh, you would God. hate him. God. <laughs> so what happened? But when he literally repeated exactly what she said back, when he said, you know, I know you don't see women or people who look like you get this love story, but maybe this could be ours. Yes. I was like, oh my God, that's so nice nice. to say. That was very nice. That shows that you're really, that showed like, that was like active listening. You're right. Yes. I was going to say on the lowest, at the low point, you were listening (laughs) to what she said. Yes. And then also that you understood from a race standpoint Mm -hmm. what she was talking about. Where she was getting at. So yeah. Good job, Ari. Mm -hmm. Like you. Getting some points this episode. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so she gets the date rose. Everything's all happy, gory, whatever. And uh, he reveals that the date's not over yet. Oh, my God. And, of course, guys, those double doors. <laughs> <laughs> this music playing behind it. Oh, no. They open up the doors and it's Lanko. the budget come on can we see somebody that we at least recognize and get excited about but lanko oh my <laughs> lord have mercy lanko's playing a lot playing their songs mm-hmm. and it's a crowd full of screaming fans they always have this one moment in the episode in the yeah, season in the season there's always a one-on-one day mm-hmm. where the guy and the girl have to like slow dance in front of a room of screaming people on a stage on a stage with a band playing and you have to like dance and make out in front of them. So bizarre. So bizarre. And I like don't want to do this. No. <laughs> like, I don't know why they set this black girl up like this. First of all, they had her in a water activity. Yes. <laughs> Secondly, they had her at the Hard Rock Cafe and she had to act like it was cute. Uh-huh. And then thirdly, they had her with a country music artist that nobody even knows. Yes. Who's saying country? I was even hearing it. It was it was like country like Yes. Coded like no, I don't. I can't even go there. But yeah, no, let's not. Let's not. Country music. Yeah. Come on. Mm-mm. So they have to, you know, prop themselves up and dance and kiss and kiss and dance and dance and kiss in front of this crowd. But um, Cien, she got her fairy tale ending at least on this date. She yeah. left feeling very assured. She said something along the lines of, "It's nice that." Um, people or Ari can see things in me that I sometimes don't always see in myself. And that is my number one quality when I look for some a man. Mm-hmm. That makes me think of, um, damn, the song Supermodel by SZA. Yes! Oh, Which is, so like, good. sad, because it's talking uh, yeah. about, like, as women. An ancient bitch as nigga. Yeah. yeah. Or no, well, it's talking about as women, like, sometimes we're so insecure. Yeah. Like, we don't even see our own beauty. We just want the guy to, like, see us. Like, yeah. I can be your supermodel. Like, yeah. Just see it in me, because I don't even see it in myself sometimes. Right. So that made me think of SZA. Oh. Throwback. I wish we, like, could get SZA's music and drop it here. But... <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got no Maplehood would come right out, like, uh, <laughs> We ain't got no We ain't got that budget. We ain't got that budget. Oh, man. Lord. So, great first one-on-one date with yes, Zen. Yes. So it. exciting. Everything I needed and more. Mm-hmm. Next up is the group date. We got 12 women, and they're going off into the wilderness. Mm-hmm. for some outdoorsy kind of adventure date um and so crystal who just i just have so many crystal quotes which is annoying but she was just talking so much so i just yeah i guess we have to go <laughs> over this guys it, but yeah. she's annoying she's annoying as hell 
Um, so Crystal's going off in a rant, like, you know, you know, Ari knows that we're compatible, so I'm feeling very secure. Are you? <laughs> because as we see her behavior on this date and moving forward, she is the most insecure the most. person in this house right yeah. now. Yeah. My God. <sighs> so anyways, they arrive on this date, and this is a date that was created for Kendall to shine. Yeah. Kendall, yeah. our taxidermy girl, who is... I don't know where she's from. Me either. I don't, I don't, I don't know care where she's enough. from. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care that much. But clearly it's something somewhere with forest and wilderness. Yes, and, and hunting. Hunting and outdoors kind of stuff. So she's all excited. Mm-hmm. Even the girls are like, yep, yeah, this is for Kendall. This is your date, girl. Um, and so they get there into the wilderness, all excited. And there's this man and his wife, I think. I guess he was an ex-army yeah, ranger. Some army guy. Army guy. Um, and so they're going to teach these women, like, survival training mm-hmm. or whatever. Which is cool. It's something I've always said that I would want to learn for myself. What? <laughs> how to survive in, like, the woods? Just, like, some of those cool things, like how to make a fire, how to, like, which are the berries that you can eat. Like, you just never know. No, I know. I know for <laughs> damn sure. That's you the funny part. Know. I do know. It's 2018. Uh-huh. We have what's his name for president? Oh, I know. Who's talking shit to the other craziness uh, <laughs> across the sea in North Korea? Oh God! The planet is about to burn down into <laughs> smithereens <laughs> any day now with this global warming, climate change. Uh, so you don't never know, guys. Hopefully, I'll be with Natasha at the. <laughs> I don't know, chicks. I haven't learned it yet. <laughs> but I'm just saying we need to. The way this earth is about to, you know, crumble, rumble to smithereens. I need to know how to make a fire. Shit. Marique shares your sentiments when she said, I think we're all going to die today. Yeah, that would (laughs) be me. Yeah. She was not excited at all. First thing that they're going to learn or first thing that they're tested with, I don't know, Mm -hmm. is, you know, sometimes in the wilderness, there's no water. So sometimes you have to drink your own pee. See, in this, I just didn't even understand. Why am I, I in the wilderness with no water? Why am I having... Why is there no water? Where am I that it's wilderness and no, no water? No water. If I'm going out to the wilderness, I'm going for camping of some sort. Right. I'm hacking water. So, like, when would I ever be trapped? Right. No water. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, bizarre. But, guys, see, we live in New York City. We don't know these, don't things, know these things. And maybe they've happened to some of you. Maybe, that's not, you never know. You never know. You never know. This Email us at yeah. two black girls. Please. At you were trapped in the wilderness with no water. With no water. Help us understand this. Yeah. So you're trapped in no water, so you you technically can drink your own pee? Apparently? Yeah, you can. You definitely can. Ugh, that's a thing. That is disgusting. Yeah. So the girls all get a like a little thermos or whatever. And a swell, whatever you call those things. Yeah. And they have to go pee into it. I kind of like into zoned it. out at that point. So I didn't know that was happening. Yeah. They have to go pee into the swell. Mm-hmm. And then come back and they're all going to drink it apparently. Allegedly. Allegedly. And they're like, Ari, go first. And Ari undoes his cap. Oh, and swigs it. And swigs it. Yeah. And I'm like about to vomit. <laughs> all the girls are like. <laughs> and then Jacqueline's like, oh, me next. Yep. Jacqueline was about to take a big ass swig. She was. Until they were like, no. It's a joke. It's a joke. Please do not drink your urine right now. Gross. But can you drink your pee? Is that a thing? You no, you definitely can. And considering the fact that these girls just drink alcohol all day long, Mm -hmm. 
there's probably just water coming out of That's them. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so it probably wouldn't even be that it toxic. It probably wouldn't be that bad. But it depends on what you your diet yeah you know yeah because you can't true. just be ingesting all those toxins back in because it's waste so your body's coming out but, exactly um but yeah gross Jacqueline that was Jacqueline a lot almost drank her piss that was a lot gross the second task they have is to eat worms Ugh. and Kendall was like mmm Kendall was like mm 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 that's what I feed my taxidermy before I kill them or whatever the hell she does. Ugh, so gross. Um, so it was cute though. It's like a cute little yeah. like interactive date. Yeah. Got to see sure. some other sides of people. Yes. And, yeah. Um, it's interesting. It was beautiful too. It was like snowing randomly. Yeah. It was kind of one of those cool, but like it snows, but it's not super cold outside. Mm-hmm. They all had on like light winter, like yeah. fall jackets. Yeah. But it's snowing at the same time. So it's just like a beautiful little um, area. Um, Crystal is completely out of her element. Yeah. As she tells us over and over. <laughs> she just looked out of her element. Too yeah, she did. She doesn't do... She's not a girl's girl. Right. Like, that we just know about her. Mm-hmm. She's not a girl's girl. She's that same girl that says everybody's jealous of me. Yeah. So being on this group date is her worst nightmare because all the attention's not on her. Right. She can't take it. And she feels uncomfortable getting the attention herself because Bibiana chewed her out and spit yeah, her back. You're right. Last week. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. She's kinda of holding back a bit. Mm-hmm. She could have really been her full on crystal yeah. him every five seconds yeah. and doing all of that, but yeah, there was that tension from last week. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to mind herself before somebody drop kicks her. Right. Basically. <laughs> That's what she's trying to do. Um, meanwhile, Kendall's just all types Ooh, of confident. Uh-huh. <laughs> out here. Out here. <laughs> she steals them away. They are like barely out of view. Oh my god. <laughs> it's just disrespectful. It's just like <laughs> barely out of view. And they're like making out. Just start making out. Behind one of them little skinny trees. <laughs> them little tiny skinny trees. Ugh. Help us international our people not from New York City. You know the little skinny light skinned trees that they have? <laughs> skinny they just, light skin they trees. just start making up behind one as if everybody can't see no. you. Kendall, come on. Crystal's right there in the cut watching oh the whole God. watching thing. watching. <laughs> Burning her with her eyes. Um <sighs> Natasha's sister in law, Geneva. Shout out to Geneva. She's Jeez. hilarious. She said that she reminds her of Glenn Close in Fatal Attraction. Crystal. Yes. Yes. Totally true. Yeah. 100%. They lived in another planet where yeah. this was her man. Yeah. And they were destined to be together. Yes. And all these other girls are just in the way. In the like, way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. She is definitely Glenn Close from Fatal Attraction. Yep. Um, so after the worms and all that stuff, the third and final task is they have to break up into three teams. They each get their little camping backpacks and like a compass and whatever a map and they have to navigate their way through the forest to whatever the secret final destination is mm-hmm. so there's three teams there's only one of Ari so yeah. you can only be on one of the teams <laughs> so you already know the other two teams are tight yeah they're stuck together and as I'm watching this date like as they're like climbing the rocks mm-hmm. and doing all this shit I just kept thinking what if Annalise was here <laughs> What if would have been her 
childhood trauma I story. Wonder, what would have been her childhood trauma? And then what would have been the ABC producer <laughs> shady ass flashback <laughs> that they would have put of a baby plopped in the woods in the middle right. of nowhere? Being attacked by a swarm of bees, or like, <laughs> oh my god, tripped and fell over a rock mm-hmm. and busted her eyeball open. Yeah. <laughs> so her mother said that she yeah, can't right. remember because right. she was three. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So one of the teams is uh, Brittany, black girl Brittany, who we do not see enough about. Yeah, she's just pissed. That she's she's over not it. She's Brittany's over it. Over it. She's so pissed. She's not on the team with Ari. She's stuck with Chelsea. Marique, who is just... Marique is me. Marique is... Marique, guys, is Justine. Yeah. Like, glam, beauty. Mm -hmm. She will have her makeup kits. Oh, yeah. Fixing her highlighter. I will do all of that for all the rest of these girls. Don't ask me. Don't pass me that compass. I don't know what to do. (laughs) I'm not doing that. I don't know which way. North, south, east, or west. I don't know. (laughs) You need a winged eyeliner, though? She got you. <laughs> she got you. Yeah, you literally are Melissa. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, we got Jenna. Crazy-ass Jenna's playing with the rocks. I love Jenna so much. Jenna's nutcase, She's but I so love her. crazy. She's yeah. so cool. I would really want to be Jenna's friend. I want to see more of Jenna. Yeah, me too. Because she's just batshit nuts, I feel like. Yeah. But fun at the same time. Yeah, very fun. And normal and probably like... A low key genius, <laughs> probably yeah, like yeah. Because she's still here. Because she's still here. Yeah. So she's maintaining some type of connection of some sort. Yep. At least, like intrigue, at least. Yeah. So Jenna's flopping around in the rocks and <laughs> having the greatest time ever. And the final destination is like this uh, hot tub. Yeah, it's like a hot spring. Hot spring. Yeah, hot spring. Yeah, that's the the term. And so Ari's uh, team gets there first. Mm-hmm. So obviously. They, obviously. They strip down into their bathing suits. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Caroline with the... Yeah, real uh, cute. Really cute blue one piece. Mm-hmm. Loved Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social media, just the over-accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, Mm -hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me. It's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real, and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming Mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help. From eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family, therapy 
has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 2BG1R. That's... And so I guess their team was Crystal, Caroline, Tia, and Ari. So they were the first group that was okay. there, right? Yeah. And when they get into the hot tub, Ari kind of cozies up to Crystal. Mm-hmm. And so as a joke, this is definitely just a joke, guys. Right. Tia and Caroline are sitting across from them and they're cuddled up together, kind of like mimicking them. Right. Just making like a light and easy joke about it. Yeah. Because what can you do when the guy who you want to date is cuddling up Thank with another you. woman? Like you... It's awkward. So you're like, I'm right. just going to cuddle with my friend then. Yeah. And you like make a joke of it. Crystal's out here thinking that they fucking came for her mama or something. <laughs> the way she's acting. Oh my god. Yeah. Girl. Just a mess. Mm-hmm. Goes off on a whole rant. How she, you know, just sees all the desperation among the girls. Yeah. She was really saying some nasty things. She was saying some nasty things that were so obviously just coming from inward. Yeah. Rejection. Rejection of her insecurities. I was over it. I was over Crystal this episode. I'm just so done. I see their desperation. I feel like I'm at a high school, like, camp. Just so condescending. I'm like, bitch, mm-hmm. you at the same camp. Right. <laughs> I hate it when people do that. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I'm, like, so above this. She kept saying that. I'm so yes, above I'm this. Yes, I'm above this. Above what? You signed up for the same show as every other girl here. And the guy here. And the guy here. So he's not above this shit either. No. So, so that's Get insulting to him, actually. Right. you're saying this whole thing is, like, a joke. Mm-hmm. You ain't no different than them. Nope. You're on the same show, same playing ground, so stop with this. You ain't no better. So condescending. She really needs to quit with that. Yeah. That, that's the thing that's getting on people's nerves. It's yeah. The condescension. It's not needed. No. Not at all. So after they're all splashing around the, the hot springs and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, then it's nighttime. Time for their, you know, post-date wind down or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what to call this thing. Yeah. I always say like the post-date whatever. Um, and Ari said that was his favorite group date. Ugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't Marie, I, girl, leave now. I know, Marie. He that, ain't for you. He ain't for you. <laughs> I think it was a fun group date, though. I would say. Better than the wrestling foolishness. I would not have wanted to do that. See? See, you that's where I would be. People. Oh, God. But in terms it. of getting to spend time with Ari. Yeah. But is that the point of a group date? No. Yeah. It's a, there are there are different types of group dates. There's okay. definitely the glob the glob glow whatever where it's like a competition and you're not there. And to spend your any personality time is supposed to shine, shine in those through. moments. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, you're right. You know that is the purpose of the group date, right? Isn't that the purpose? Yeah. So that would be my personal fave group date is obviously the glow. Okay, gotcha. Um, I don't think my group date has come yet. <laughs> yeah, maybe the puppies one. The puppies one. Yeah. yeah, I think so. But I don't know if I would have shown it. I would have been so in another world with my puppy. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, so Crystal just yapping away per usual. 
just you know seeing all these girls fighting for his attention it was so exhausting to Mm -hmm. watch her words are just like cut like just rude yeah they're just really rude and nasty the things that she says but also generic generic at the same time (laughs) The, her, her generic stuff is when she's, like, talking to the girls, I feel like. But when yeah. she's in the confessional, she's very calculated with her yeah, rude-ass shit is. that she says. Yeah. Because to say watching them fight for his attention was exhausting. Yeah. If any of the girls heard her say that, yeah, they, they would have came for her whole entire neck. <laughs> <laughs> that shit ain't cute. Oh, man. And then, just to continue to show her straight delusion, she said something along the lines of, like, I don't... Like, I'm waiting for my one-on-one with Ari, you know, on this, whatever, their post-date, whatever. I don't know what I'm going to say or do yet, but I know it's going to be perfect. Oh, my God. You remember when she said that? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. Yuck. And then she gave one of those looks like she cut off a lock of his hair and sleeps with it every night. <laughs> Ew. She definitely does. She does. Definitely. Obsessed. Like, she's definitely ran his, her hands through his hair mm-hmm. and plucked. <laughs> Ew. And sleeps with it. Snagged one of them grays. Yeah. <laughs> Snagged one of them grays. Sleeps with it. Prays over it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shrine. So Ari um, makes the choice of who he's going to see first so no one's stealing him. And he chooses Lauren B. Who is this? Who got my Becky of the week. <laughs> Damn. Why? Because she is just generic white girl number four. <laughs> Like, I know. You know when you watch a movie and the credits roll and it's like, girl, yes. girl number one, girl. She is generic white girl number three because yeah. I don't never remember who this girl is. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot that there was still Lauren there. Yeah, me too. I thought they were all gone. I thought they were all gone. She. Yeah, we definitely said that last time last on the podcast. Week, yeah, we were definitely like, oh, like it's the last Lauren. Lauren. <laughs> Damn, sorry, Lauren. <laughs> all the bitches been there the whole time. She makes no impression. Mm-hmm. She's just so generic. She's pretty, but she's just like a plainly pretty black yeah. white girl like she's nothing she has nice hair nice hair i just i know nothing about her i don't care about her she makes nope. no impression nope she got my becky of the week um but during their little one-on-one time she says that she you know she's trying to be open but it's hard no shit sure right it's hard for everyone <laughs> or lauren but she was asking some good questions mm-hmm. because she was asking, you know, what do you want out of a relationship? What do you want out of a woman? Yes. And it's very interesting. I believe that this was the moment that Ari said, the, or the no, that Lauren said to Ari, I know you want a girl with a flexible schedule. Yeah. Wait, let's talk about that because that was thrown in randomly. First of all, Lauren B., how do you know that? Because we haven't seen you all season. It was stated as if she knew it already. Right. Secondly, what does that mean? A flexible schedule? He's not doing race car every day anymore. No, he does the real estate thing. Yeah. So it's not like he's still traveling like he used to. Right. Unless, I mean, we don't know shit about him, so maybe he is. Yeah, maybe he is. Who knows? But what's that about? And, like, how will any of these girls have that? Everyone has a regular job. job That they're probably not going to give up. No. The so only one who I could see giving it up is Chelsea because she has a kid already. So she has a job already, a built-in baby. <laughs> yeah. So I could see her being like, okay, I'll take care of my kid every day. Fine. Right. But the rest of these girls, no. I can't see them just giving up whatever they have to be flexible for you. What? Why is that even like a qualification of something that you're yeah, looking for in a person? Weird. When you yourself are 
unless we just don't know enough about him, but he's a real estate agent. Like, mm-hmm. that is... It's not a nine-to-five job, but, like, no. you don't need flexible hours for that. Uh, also said he, you know, he likes independent women. Code for single mamas. You <laughs> <laughs> know your fetish, yeah. Ari. <laughs> but no, he likes, you know, strong, independent women. He wants a supportive partnership. Mm-hmm. Same blanket stuff yeah, that everyone is looking shit. for. Oh. Blah, blah, blah. Their whole thing was just boring shit. <laughs> He's like, I'm very attracted to Lauren. We have amazing chemistry. I didn't see it. Yeah, no, I didn't see it either. Uh, next up was Kendall. Kendall. Kendall was just looking nice. She, yeah. Her her outfits have been on point the last two weeks. Because mm-hmm. she started off looking like... I mean, I awarded her the worst dress. Yo, worst little yeah. entrance dress I've ever seen. Ever. And then the next week, she also looked crazy. Mm-hmm. With, I don't know what the hell she had on. So this time she's wearing a, 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 I wrote down a gray long sleeve sweater midi dress. Yeah, I even at one yeah. point thought it was like a crop separate. I think it was a separate or it had like even cutouts. more impressive. Yeah, yeah. Kendall, where'd you get that at? She had the cute like side swooped hair. Yeah. She looked great. She did. She's she really cute. Good. She's redeemed herself from mm-hmm. those first two horrific weeks. Terrible. Um, and she's talking about her taxidermy. Yeah. You know what? But this is what I like about Kendall's approach mm-hmm. is that she showed her personality, showcased her personality, and then went in for the physical kill. So she mm-hmm. is memorable mm-hmm. because she likes taxidermy and weird things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But she's like pretty, but dresses weird. Mm-hmm. So he kept her around because yeah. maybe there's more to her. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? There's even an element of mystery there yeah because she didn't give away the physical too soon she just gave away the quirks the quirks Mm -hmm. kind of drew him in Mm -hmm. and made him remember her yeah having the little gimmick sometimes is like annoying but she doesn't make it annoying no Mm -mm. like she talks about the taxidermy it's like her thing we all know it but she's not like leading with it all the time she's not selling it yeah it's part of her exactly they had i think last I don't know if it's last bachelor or the bachelor before that. They had a girl who her career mm-hmm. was chicken enthusiast. What? Yes. For chickens who are alive? That was her that was the career that they wrote under her name. Not fried chicken? Chicken enthusiast. So she just loved chicken. Or not chick uh she loved chickens, like the animals. Chickens the animals the that animal. are alive. Yeah. And that was like her thing. What? <laughs> yes. So yeah. I love that Kendall's like the girl who likes taxidermy. But she also has other stuff to her. And so he says to her, I caught this, how, you know, she talked about her taxidermy. She brought her duck, her stuffed duck. Her little duck with her. She called it like a whole suitcase full of stuff because she already showed him that damn beaver or whatever <laughs> the hell that was a couple episodes ago. <gasps> and that shit was huge. I thought it was a seal. I don't know seal, what that animal beaver, was. beaver, otter. I don't know what the hell that shit was. How did you pack it, it huge. though? And then how do you also have a duck? Yeah. What the hell did she bring on this damn show? It must be a little duckling, which makes me even more I sad. S- yeah, that's sad, actually. Because why do you have a dead duckling with you? That's so weird! And oh sad to think about I that. Know. But okay. But I'd rather that than she's walking around with this big ass yeah. duck duck. Oh my god, could you imagine? God, so she's talking about her duck that she brings. And then he said, bring it, bring her to the rose ceremony. Which, to me, was your stay. Automatic. Automatically your stay. Yeah. And they just made out. So. Mm-hmm. Good job, Kendall. Yep. Coming through. Uh, Crystal. 
Again. Oh. I know. I wrote down the timestamp for this one. God. She is just, uh, what did she say? She said, everyone is obnoxiously overbearing with their need to be seen. She said that. She's mean. Yeah, she She is. She's a mean girl. She is. She said any of the shit she said in her confessional in person to these people. Yeah. Tia would have done, (laughs) decked her out already. (laughs) That she said, these girls are not, they're obnoxiously overbearing Mm -hmm. with their need to be seen. This is coming from Miss, from two episodes ago, Miss, I have a rose, but can I see you again? Twice. Can I get to see you again? And can I see you again? <laughs> you are overbearing. Mm-hmm. So all the girls are sitting, kikiing, waiting to get their time with Ari, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Crystal's going on a rant talking about how, um, you know, this date was hard for her. It's, you know, everyone's very competitive. Everyone's trying to like shine and blah, 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 blah. Marie cuts in and is like, hold up, boo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're saying it's more competitive and everyone's personalities are just showing and blah, 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 blah. And she said, like, I don't think my personality was showing that much on this date, but that doesn't mean I don't have one. Right. Thank you, Marie. Thanks, Marie. Because I know damn well as your glam sister. <laughs> that would not have shown for me either. No. Yeah. So, of course, everyone's a little bit extra on the mm-hmm. date because it's hard to just show your regular self. So yeah. You have to kind of put on a show because the whole thing is unnatural right I'm sitting in the wilderness with 12 bitches with this guy and i can barely get a word in edgewise caroline and tia meanwhile mm-hmm. i feel like i want to give like a, a name for them oh yeah <laughs> they were just two peas in a pod this episode. i don't know tia line carrotia carrotia <laughs> Carotia? Korea? I don't know. Korea. Korea. We can't do Korea. <laughs> Tia line. Tia line. Whatever. These two peas in the pod yeah, are just cute. literally kiki in the entire the episode together. Episode. <laughs> They're in the cut just chopping it up about Crystal's fake ass. Mm-hmm. Saying that she is just so, like, just not genuine at all. Yeah. Um, Caroline said, can you take your lips off his ass? Ooh. <laughs> Caroline, girl. And then she was coming at her for her generic ass speeches and toasts. <laughs> like, to new experiences yes. in love. Yeah, we're all here for love and the experience. Like, that was hilarious. Womp, womp, womp. Generic as hell. Mm-hmm. Crystal still chanted up. You know, it's hard. Oh my gosh, it's talking. It's so hard. I had an early group date, and I just feel like a target was put on my back. That's what I marked. A target is on your back? What the hell? No. Oh, I forgot to mention, at this time, she's talking with Ari. This is her one-on-one time with Ari. Oh, right. Okay. Where her mission is to throw these bitches under the bus. Under the bus. So she's like, yeah, I had the early... I had Sorry, the early one-on-one date, so I feel like a target's been put on my back. I feel ostracized by the girls. And then has the nerve to call out Caroline and Tia. Yeah, by name. By name. Mm-hmm. Talking about, like, with Caroline and Tia, like, what they did in the hot tub. Do you remember? And Ari's literally, like, racking his brain. Like, <laughs> like wait, what? Oh, you mean that, like, little joke they made? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, for me, this also showed how little confidence Ari has Mm -hmm. because he needs a much more confident energy coming from a woman. And Mm -hmm. it's not because he sees, he now sees Crystal as insecure. It's not because he views her as insecure now. Mm -hmm. It's because he can't fix what she's saying. 
All the other mm-hmm. ones, mm-hmm. he could be like, they're there, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you'll be great at the bumper cars. No, it'll be great at the glow. Let her pull your hair. Mm. This, he can't fix this. No. So he's like, what? No. What? Like, into panic mode. In yeah. It's that moment where he's real, like, he's starting to see all the the relationship among the girls in the house. Yeah, and all the nuances. All the nuances that he that's might have to deal with. Yep, when he's not there. Yeah. He's starting to see it. So Crystal's just crying. Well, I can't even hear what she was saying. Mm-hmm. They needed to have some subtitles. ABC, we need subtitles. Yeah, for I couldn't even make it out. She's talking so low. She has that stupid ass, Ugh, like whisper, dumb ass whisper voice. Mm-hmm. People are judging me and blah 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 blah, and just like clearly fishing for compliments or mm-hmm. just fishing for Ari to like fishing for sure, sure. just to be um, validated. So Crystal goes on her one on one and just throws these bitches under the bus yeah comes back and then because she's feeling guilty as all hell mm-hmm. asks caroline and t if she could pull them aside and tells them how you know her feelings were hurt in the hot tub tia was like our feelings be hurt too and this is where tia gets my advice okay because my girl told her the fuck off yeah. first of all crystal sat down next to them and was like hey and Tia did not even look her way. Tia was right next to her and just kept sipping on that Prosecco with the strawberry at the bottom. Like, uh-uh, you don't exist, bitch. Uh-uh. No, you're nowhere near me. And then pointed over to Caroline and Tia, like, can I see you guys over for a minute? And Caroline was like, Tia, let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she had to tell her. Tia, like, no, Tia, she's talking to the both of us. So we have to get off both of us. Come on. Which is, like, just my favorite. Yeah. Um, and then Tia just really, really chewed her out in this moment when she said, when people are doing better than you, you break down. Like that is literally, first of all, the definition of somebody who's insecure in whatever situation they're in. Yeah. And they're not shining. So they're like just crumbling and start throwing people under the bus and start talking smack and start this, that, and the third. Yeah. 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 That was a good moment for Tia. Mm -hmm. It was definitely a good moment. And Crystal just keeps mentioning her one-on-one. Right. And Tia called her out on that too. She's like, I just feel like when I get the one when I got the one-on-one. <laughs> did I mention I got the one-on-one guys? Yeah. I just feel like everyone was out to get me. And Tia's like, there you go again. Mm-hmm. Just mentioning again that you got the one-on-one. <laughs> like, we oh get it. God. Oh my god. And so she basically. I mean, she and they ended up forcing her to admit that she said their names. She said yeah. their names to Ari. Yeah, because Caroline was like, "What else did you? What say? else did you say?" And Tia was like, "No, that's not all you said, bitch." Right. Keep going. And she's like, "No, I just kind of said that you guys blah 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 blah." And by the end, Tia just like had it. it was just yeah. like gone. She just yeah, she walked off. She walked off. Mm-hmm. She's like enough of this, and she's crying and um, yeah, just not happy because mm-hmm. now you feel like you have to go defend your character to Ari. Right. If somebody else is talking shit about you based on yeah. some dumb shit. The right. good thing is, though, she talks shit about something that Ari was there to witness. Right. That's true. Not like Viviana. Right. It's yeah. not like stuff that happened in the back or in the house. Like, mm-hmm. He was there for that joke as well. So yeah. he could see both sides mm-hmm. and Tia could clearly go to him and be like, look, it was a joke. And yeah. He's like, I get it. So she goes to him and basically tells him that, you know, she's crying and just admits, I mean, outside of the problems with Crystal that, you know, I feel, she said, I feel comfort for you and it scares me because you have it with other people. Yeah. Which is, 
This is the that is the scariest part of the show. Yeah, I know. This is where you really start to see it too. Yep. When these girls who haven't even been on one on ones are like falling for this guy. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, T hasn't been on a one on one. Nope. She's about damn near ready to say I love you. Yeah, Kendall. Like, all of them have not been on a one-on-one. At this point, they've collectively had maybe 45 minutes with him. (laughs) Like, I think that's even too much. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're lucky. Maybe 30 minutes. If you piece together all their one-on-ones with him together. Yeah. They have not had that much time with this dude. Ooh. But yeah, this is where you see people go crazy. Mm -hmm. And what makes this show hard is, like, seeing other girls' connection with him. Yeah. Seeing other people fall in love with him or just getting close with him. And then you're just kind of sitting there just, like, doubting your entire life right. all the time. Because you don't know where you stand ever. Oh God. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. But he reassures her, saying, I'm happy you're here. That, he says that to literally <laughs> everybody. He says, I love that you did that after the group date. Mm-hmm. To anyone who participated. Everybody. And then, I love that you're here. Ugh. Ugh. Got a new line, Ari. It's getting tired. One of my favorite quotes of this time, though, is Caroline. Yeah. <laughs> yes. When they're, it's time to award the date rose. And Caroline says, if Crystal gets the rose, Tia is going to speed bag her face. <laughs> First of all, I've never heard speed bag as a verb. As a verb. <laughs> that was some excellent use. That made up for you saying ingenuine. I think she said ingenuine. I was like, it's disingenuous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this makes up for it, Caroline. Yes, that was a good little line yep. there. And thank you, Jesus. We didn't have to see Oof. Tia beat the shit out of Crystal. Because yeah. Tia got the date rose. And now Crystal can see how delusional she is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> My God. Next up, we have the... It's the next day, mm-hmm. essentially. Becca's getting ready for her dates. Ooh, girl. And she... I guess they meet out in the wilderness again. Yeah. <laughs> Where they are. Yeah, they're always in the middle of nowhere. Somewhere. And she runs up. You know... Run and yeah, hug. she does the run, jump, hug. Run, jump, spin. Hug. Spin. Yes, the run, jump, hug, and spin. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly that move. Yeah. And their date is they're going to go horseback riding. Yay. And see Tahoe by horseback, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Ari, we already know, is just all types of obsessed with Oh, my God. <laughs> Smitten. Smitten to smithereens with this girl. He says, you know, she's full of life. She's mm-hmm. deeper than some of the women I've dated in the past. Damn! Like, who the fuck are you dating? Yeah. She challenges me, which she does. Yeah, she does. She's she's good for that. Mm-hmm. And so he's just really excited for this. Meanwhile, back at the house, the girls are debating whether or not she has told him her age. Literally, they're in twos and threes, and every single one of them is like, <laughs> so, you know... He, nobody knows how old she is, and I bet it's gonna come up and she's gonna go home tonight. Uh-huh. Every single one of these girls is like, mm hmm, I know, she's gonna go home tonight for sure. Yeah. They're all scattered around the house talking about this. Oh my god. And Jacqueline said it best for me. Because I yeah. wanted to have a conversation yeah. about this like 22 thing. Yes. So yep. Jacqueline said it best for me. Because I want to talk about this being 22 thing. Mm-hmm. She said, when I was her age, I too was an experienced junkie. Mm, mm-hmm. I totally get what she's saying there. 
Because these girls are on... The difference between Becca and these girls... And maybe Becca... You know, I'm putting words in Becca's mouth. I'm drawing conclusions. Maybe she's ready for love, blah, blah, blah. But when you're in your deep 20s into your 30s, going on The Bachelor is not just an experience for you. Right. They're really taking this seriously. Yeah. Sure, it's a fun thing that they're going to do, but they're also really hoping to find love Mm -hmm. and be done with this dating life. Right. Because this shit sucks when you're in your late 20s. For Becca... At the age of 22, she has the luxury of treating this as an experience. Mm-hmm. A fun experience. I applied for The Bachelor as an experience. Yeah. And she has that luxury. And so Jacqueline sees that because she's like, at 22, I would have done this too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's another one of those experiences. You just kind of yeah. throw on, you know, throw it in your, your wheelhouse of things to do and, you know, fun things to do in your 20s. Mm-hmm. So I totally get that. And, you know, Jacqueline, similar to me, was saying, you know, I'm not, I wasn't ready at 22. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't see her settling down yet. And me too. Oh my God, 100%. <laughs> I told Natasha while we were watching this, I, when I was 22, was still using men like can openers. <laughs> I was just, choo, 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 choo. this is what you're good for. Okay, bye. Yeah. I was like, not even. I had, listen, listen. Oh God. Listen. <laughs> I don't know how intimate I want to get on this show. Get there. But I had, Do it. Do I it. had men, just guys in my life doing whatever I needed them to do. Mm. Like, I had a guy in my life who would come pick me up from the club, and, and he was literally my taxi driver. <laughs> like, I would call him, and 15 minutes later, he'd be there. Oh, my God. And would drive me to my door, and yeah. then drop me off. Well, those are the kinds of guys where, like, no one at 22 is looking for a husband. <laughs> my two-year-old Justine was awful. Yeah. Oh, my God. And would totally, like, spin it around to this old, dusty man wearing a grandpa cardigan in front of my face who's obsessed with me. I totally would have been, like, playing it up exactly oh, like this course. girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, totally. But he would have to come into my life. I would not seek Yeah, that's true. This out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Definitely not seek this out. That's true. Yeah. I, I always say 22 was my favorite age Me too. that was my favorite age that was i lived in australia i think i mentioned this before i lived in australia for a year it was when i was 22 mm-hmm. that was my year of just traveling and being out here yeah meeting guys and just having fun mm-hmm. and living my young ass life living selfishly wasn't looking for anything serious mm-hmm. was not looking for no damn husband Mm-mm. was just excited to be like done with college and just like out here about to start my life at 22 i knew there were responsibilities coming mm-hmm. and so i just lived without them at the at, that time. at yeah. that time yeah yeah exactly so the fact that she is seeking out a responsibility because a husband's a responsibility girl i don't know what you think of course. but like that nigga's gonna be looking for a sandwich every day <laughs> Like, sure, Becca might be ready for this and yada, yeah, yada, yada, yeah. but it's like just remembering where I was at 22 and how much fun I was yeah. having. And it was just the beginning of fun. Yeah, like, right. Beginning of fun for her to not get that. I know. <laughs> and be it's kind sad. of like wanting to start a very old married life at such a young age. I just don't get it. And maybe. Maybe it's a regional thing because we live in the yeah. Northeast, which has some of the oldest marriage dates, That's marriage true. years. I think our average year of marriage in New York, I think it's up to 30. Yeah. Like the average age of people getting married. Yeah. So we definitely live in one of those states where, like, among our friends, you might have, you have more friends than I do that are married. I have I one more friend. One more married. than me. Yeah. 
one. I haven't been to a lot of weddings, y'all. Yeah. I'm 28. I have not been there yet. A lot of us are still out I here street technically too. Yeah, yeah. But like, not that many. Not that many. Most of us are just out here frolicking. Out here frolicking, living our entire 20s, yeah. as I think you should, because we have our entire life to be settled down, building a married life with someone. Yeah. We have our whole life for that. So for her at the age of 22... <laughs> This is like hurting my heart. I know. Because I just know how much fun I had between the ages of 22 and now 28. Yeah. Yeah. And just lived in my 100% truth for myself. Yeah. And just I can't understand how someone wants to willingly just give that up. I don't know. And there are experiences that you can have with your girlfriends that you cannot have with a man. Like the summer that we had. Was it last summer? Oh, yes. <laughs> I can have that with no man. No. But no. Us together, we yeah, had the most fun. fun. Out here, unemployed. Unemployed. <laughs> Messy. Messy <laughs> in these New York City streets, looking for jobs during the day and running the streets at night. And we were 26, 27. Yeah. Like, out here. Out here. My God. Yeah. I just, I can't, I can't understand this. I don't get it. I, I don't see it ever. This no. is why it's so bizarre. I don't know right. anyone who's that young, who's married, because no one does that up here. Right. <laughs> so. Again, this is another indication. Any of our, like, Texas, Georgia yeah. listeners, even, like, Arizona, California, email us and let us know, like, what's the deal? What were you doing at 22 years old? What were you, were you doing looking at for 22? Husband? Yeah. Whew. Is this a thing? Are we missing something? I don't think I'm missing something, but maybe y'all have a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Which we're open to. Yes. So, sorry, after that long Yeah, tangent, sorry. <laughs> back to the Becca date. So, they're in a little hot tub. Just hot tubs all over this goddamn lake tub. <laughs> they're in a hot tub. It looked like a barrel. Like a big old... It did, yeah. Like, it was like a design. Big old, yeah. <laughs> big old barrel. And, you know, they're sitting there chatting, whatever. One thing I noticed about Becca, and I said it before, how she has really good eye contact. Mm-hmm. She's a very good active listener. Yeah, she is. She's big on eye contact. She reflects back what he says to mm-hmm. her. She asks follow-up questions. Like, she really shows that she's listening and mm-hmm. engaged. And whenever you're talking to someone who has good active listening skills, you automatically feel connected to them no matter exactly. what. Exactly. No matter what. Yep. So she, she's, that's just a good skill that she has. And so mm-hmm. she's just drawing Ari in all the way. Because he feels like he's being heard. Yeah. Okay, so it's time for their dinner. And Ari just starts this off by saying, Becca is unlike anyone I've ever met. That's OD, nigga. And that is just <laughs> number, that's the first of just OD statements he says. Yeah, that's his date. Oh, just letting God. everyone know his for real true feelings for this yeah. girl. My God. She's unlike anyone I've ever met. Um, but he does say in his little confessional going into the dinner date, how he really wants to know, like, if their lives match up, if they're at the same place, Mm, mm, mm. basically alluding to the fact that he's worried about her age. Mm -hmm. He's not sure what the age is. So he's trying to see if they're in the same place Mm. in life, (laughs) like using these kind of like, you know, coded words and whatnot. So, you know, they start off their their uh dinner they're talking about how they have such good chemistry and they have really good conversation it's so natural and then ari is just basically just like keeps circling around this one ultimate question that he eventually asks like how do you know you're ready right 
he kept talking. He did a whole like soliloquy, which is the <laughs> deepest questions he's asked any of these girls. Yep. Yep. So that says something. Becca, you're doing something right, girl. It shows you. It shows you how much he's into Becca mm-hmm. because he has wor- He already has worries and reservations. Yes. Which means he has feelings for her. For right. You to have reservations about someone that makes you feel something for them. Mm-hmm. And so he comes with the deep, deepest question he's ever asked. How do you know you're ready? And then Backstop was saying there, there were times where I thought I was ready and I wasn't. Yeah. So he's like, even if you're about to say right now that you're ready, I'm just letting you know that I've been there. Yeah. I've said that where I thought I was ready and I wasn't. Um, and then he asks her like another question, like, do you still go out? Like, what's your life like? He's like, my life has become very boring. He said something along those lines. Remember? Yes. He was like, I just like to wake up with the sun. I was like, what? Nigga, why? You want that much of the day? You want to wake up with the sun in Arizona? Where the sun is out 24 <laughs> Right, all the time. Oh my but God. But he's making a point. Like, yeah, look, yeah. I think we live very different lives. Mm-hmm. Even just asking her, do you still go out? I know. He would never ask that to Crystal. For, uh, Chelsea. Chelsea. With the mom when she's 30 yeah. something or yeah. any of the girls who are like in their 30s in the house. Mm-hmm. But he sees this young ass face. So he's like, are you still going out? Like, yeah. do you understand the life that I live? <laughs> Going to bed at nine o'clock, <laughs> like so that I can wake up and do my sunset meditation, exactly. sunrise meditation. Like, do you do you understand what you're signing up for? Um, and then Becca asks, you know, do you even know how old I am? Mm. Which she knows that he don't know. Right. It's kind of one of those like rhetorical questions. Mm-hmm. You already know he don't know the answer. And he's like, no. And then. She basically she looks so scared in this moment. The first time we've ever first time, seen any fear, reservation, hesitance. Yep. First time Becca looked shook. Mm-hmm. And she almost looked like she was on the verge of tears. She did. She was crying. She looked like she was about to cry because yeah. she was so scared to say this because she knew it was gonna be a big thing. And she drops the bomb that she's 22. A <laughs> man Ari. Ooh, his reaction. He gasped said oh my god you're so young <laughs> oh man like, he couldn't even hide no. how he was feeling he couldn't even say a whole oh okay yeah I didn't yeah. yeah that's a little bit younger than I thought he said oh my god you're so young <laughs> like all in one breath yeah like he did something wrong like he did something wrong yeah he was totally taken aback by that he knew she was young but the 22 and he maybe even knew in the back of his head that it was 22. He just really didn't yeah. want to believe it, that mm-hmm. she was that young. Because she comes off as so mature and confident. Yeah, right. Homegirl's 22. Yeah. And then, you know, he asked her, have you dated someone in their 30s? And she says, some... That sound some, like a lie. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Sound like a bold-faced lie, nigga. She said, you know, I've dated, and you know, but no one seriously. But, uh, I don't think she's ever dated anybody in their 30s. And then Ari just, he just can't get over it. No. <laughs> he's like 22 years old. That's so damn young. He's like, I can just see, I think he's saying, talking about this in the confessional. He's like, I can just see all the problems coming yeah. up. And at the same time, I can see myself falling in love with her. Woo! Which is the problem right there. Yep. Like, this for me is where, as much as you like this girl and you see blah, 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 she needs to go home now. Yes. If he was going to let her home at any point, it was going to be now Mm -hmm. because he's only going to keep falling in love with her. Right. She's She's only going to get better. She's only going to get better. 
you had an amazing one on one. You've learned so much about her. You've confirmed your physical connection, emotional, mental connection. And you let go with her. You let go we with her. We know more about yeah. you because of Becca. Because she's drawing this out. Mm-hmm. And so you're already on that path of falling in love, and it's only going to keep happening. Right. So, anyways, so he's sitting there. The wheels in his head are just turning. Oh my God. <laughs> Spinning, guys. Spinning. Ari doesn't know what... He's literally in a bind. He doesn't yeah. know what to do because they just had an amazing date. And now she drops the biggest bomb ever mm-hmm. that she is a toddler. <laughs> and he doesn't know what to do with this. But then Becca kind of... She tries to justify herself. Yeah, talk about her parents yeah. and her siblings and how they were all young when they got married. Mm-hmm. She just comes from this type of family. I'm mm-hmm. ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm ready, I'm ready. <laughs> nevertheless Ari's still terrified yeah yep (laughs) and he is not hiding his worry and he's saying it repeatedly like I'm just so nervous you're not ready Mm -hmm. even after hearing all her family this that and third like I just don't get it then he again just saying things that are just so oh my god you guys but it's really revealing how he really feels he says you're the most incredible person I think I've maybe ever met why are you saying all that? Why are you saying these things? Oh my god. Because he said some big things like this to Crystal, Crystal, which has turned her all the way out crazy. <laughs> and Becca, I think even if he didn't say it, Becca could still feel it. And we yeah. can still see it, that he really is just in, completely enthralled by her. But Becca also said at one point, would it be worth it? And he said, no, because I need a wife. That's what I missed I was like, did you get it? Yeah. I wrote it down. So he, she said, what? Say that she, again? They were talking about like, oh, but what if I fell in love with you? Mm-hmm. And she said, well, wouldn't it be worth it? And he said, no, because I want a wife. Oh. I was like, damn! Oh, sorry. <laughs> so that's the moment where he should have been like, you ain't getting this rose, girl, getting that suburban. Exactly. Because it's not going to be, he told you it's not going to be worth it. And then told you that he's, that you are the most incredible person he's ever met. It's so conflicting. That is so confusing. That's real confusing. He don't know what the hell he wants. <sighs> but yeah, he said, he's like, I'm not here for a 22-year-old girlfriend. I'm here yeah. for a wife. Yeah. So the fact that you're saying that, like you're equating a 22-year-old to being a girlfriend and not really a wife, she's not the one for you, bro. Right. <laughs> you just said it right there. Let it go. You already know if you go with the long run with her, it's not going to turn into a marriage. Mm-hmm. You literally just said that. Anyways, he picks up the date rose and he says, look, I'm fearful. I'll fall for you. And then it all, it might all fall apart. Yeah. But I'm really, really connected to you. Mm, mm, mm. Here, here you go with that rose girl. That's crazy though. But Becca also asked him, why are you giving me this? Oh yeah. You just told me all this and why are you giving me this? Yep. And... He was like, you know, because I just feel a connection with you. He said some stupid R answer. Mm-hmm. But I was like, Becca, you out here. Yeah, because he literally just said up and down, yeah. you ain't wife material, you too yeah. young, you too young. Did I mention you're too young? Oh my God. But I'm going to give you this rose because I feel so connected to you. And it's like, what? yeah, I would ask the same thing. So why yeah. am I getting this again? Because mm. you made it known that like I might be going home. That sounds like I'm going to be going home. Right, yeah. At some point. I don't know. Not a smart move, Ari. Mm-mm. Not a smart move. I think he's thinking with his little head. Mm-hmm. And not his cerebral head. 
<laughs> that other, that other one. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he's setting himself up for heartache, right? And letting her go home at this moment would have been probably the hardest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I don't know if I. I don't know if he would have been able to do it because he yeah. does feel. You could see he's so connected to her. Yeah. He really feels heard and blah 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 when he's with her. But um. It's only gonna get worse for right. you, dude. You're only you gonna keep falling oh. for her, and you're only gonna keep questioning: Is she the real deal? Can mm-hmm. I really marry this girl at the end? What are people gonna think? You know that's in the back of his head. Oh yeah. What are people gonna think? What are my family gonna think? Mm-hmm. What is is this even real? That this could even really turn into something? Like right. she's saying she's ready, but as he said, I've said that before that I've been ready and I wasn't ready. So. And she said it too. She was like, I don't know if my family, is he going to get along with my friends? No. Oh my God, I didn't even think about that dynamic. Right? Her 22-year-old Natasha and 22-year-old Justine. If we met some 36-year-old man? No. No. So anyways, their date ends. Um, that was a doozy. And now we're going into the cocktail party. So the only girls that going into the cocktail party who have roses are Tia, Cien, and our girl, Becca. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of girls are like, look, I need to talk to him and like just yeah. establish some type of connection. Yada, yada, yada. Crystal even admits this is the first time that she's feeling insecure. Yeah. First time she's admitting that out loud because we've already known, bitch, inside yeah. how you've been really feeling. But she admits it's the first time that she feels insecure. Um, and um, so all the girls are just kind of like sitting on pins and needles. And then who comes walking up around the corner? Chris Harrison. Christopher. And as soon as you see his stank face, you already know. <laughs> you already know it ain't good news. There's no cocktail party, y'all. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Ari has made up his mind, so he sees no use in doing a cocktail party. He already knows who he's sending home. There's no Ooh. way of like salvaging that, which is rough. Which also sucks because if you are the girl that goes home and that night, you ready yeah. like there's no changing his mind. Right. Like, it was just a wrap for you Ugh. no matter what. So they go into the rose ceremony. Ari walks up in his doo-doo gray suit. Oh my god, the guy's just outfit. The worst looks on Ari. Yeah. That shit was doo-doo gray. He had on a plum purple shirt. Mm-hmm. And then like a different color gray skinny tie yeah and everything about it was skinny like the lapel on the the suit was skinny skinny. and the tie was skinny Mm -hmm. and he is whack so like i need him to stand up straight right why doesn't he stand up straight i don't know he always slouches and just doesn't look like a man with 25 roses about to (laughs) control these bitches lives like so right as they're about to start the rose ceremony of course Crystal. Crystal comes. Ari, can I just pull you away really quick and have a conversation? Oh my god. And he says yes, like a dumbass. He could have yeah. just said no. He should have been like, nah. This is just not fair to yeah. anyone. There was no ro- there was no cocktail party. No one got one-on-one chance to try mm-hmm. and plead their case. Why does she get one? Mm-hmm. She talks to him every five fucking seconds. <laughs> like, what else do you need to share? Oh my god. So you know the other girls are pissed. Yeah. They all take off their heels. Oh, yeah. They're all sitting down, relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> just seething. So during their one-on-one, they, as we guessed, don't even talk about anything. No. She's doing that say. whispering. and She's whispering about nonsense yeah, and 
saying literally nothing of worth. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Back to the the rose ceremony. Giving out the roses. Lauren B. My Becky of the week. I know it was the first one. Generic white girl number three. She got the first rose. Mm-hmm. Which I don't really get, but whatever. Um, I think Kendall was next. Ashley, black girl Ashley. Yay! Who we never see. Legit, never. I think we heard her voice for the first time on this episode. Um, other thing about Ashley, mm-hmm. she never really wears a lot of makeup. Yeah, which I. Um, she doesn't need a lot of makeup. Though, she doesn't. She's very pretty. Mm-hmm. I commend it because it's intentional. You think it is? I think it is. I think she wears a very skin-like, glowy look on purpose. Mm. And I commend that. I don't think she's trying to be like the hero not wearing lashes. I just think <laughs> that she... That's her look. She sticks with it. Yeah. And I appreciate that. It, yeah, it's good. And she doesn't need the makeup, so... Yeah, she doesn't. She looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, Chelsea, Jenna, Jacqueline, Marik. I might have missed some others in between. Anyways, there's one rose left, and we're down to Caroline, who we'd liked. Yeah. What the hell? Brittany, black girl, who got whiplash. We haven't seen her since then. (laughs) And Crystal. And the last rose goes to Crystal. Caroline and Brittany are going home. And Tia looks like she is going to snatch Crystal's face off. <laughs> oh my god. Tia is not. She's just like not looking forward to another week with yeah, this girl. With you have to wait another week before a potential moment to send her home. Get her sent oh, home. That's awful. So she's just like, fuck. I have another watch, seven days with this girl. Watch Tia's nose, guys. She has ill nose flares that are she like does. crazy. She does. She's them nostrils. Oh my god. <laughs> So yeah, so we have to say goodbye to Brittany. Brittany T. Brittany T was the name. Yeah. Brittany T. That sucks. Another black girl bites the dust, man. I know. She had gorgeous makeup. She had really good makeup. She was crying. Mm-hmm. She was really sad. She's 30 and she's like, she was one of the girls that came here really looking for. Same no. experience for her. No. This is like the real deal. And so it sucks that she didn't really get to get that time with Ari, so... She's going home, along with Caroline, who was starting to become one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. I'm going to miss her. I'm going to miss her. I thought she um, she had some good one-liners this mm-hmm. episode. She's really pretty. I think we'll for sure see her on other, uh, either Bachelor in Paradise. 100%. You saw whatever. what she tweeted? No. She was like, hey, at Ari Jr., oh. at mentioned him, like, see you never bye, and put a gif Oh, so she's definitely going to be on Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. Oh, she for sure. And she's going to be a girl that other guys, because when you go on Bachelor in Paradise, they always ask you, who are, who do you want to see oh, here? Oh, yeah. I think a lot of girl, guys are going to be asking for Caroline. Yeah. Because she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. She's really pretty. And I hope to see Brittany on Bachelor in Paradise, too. Me, too. I want to see more of her. I feel yeah. like we just didn't get enough of her. Yeah. Every now and then, she had a little zinger in her confessionals. Even when she was on the one on the group date her team was like Marie fixing her makeup all the time mm-hmm. and Chelsea and she was just in the cut looking pissed. <laughs> like, I feel like there's more to Brittany. Yeah. I just did not get this. I hope she's on some spinoff something. And so we learn a little bit more about her. And so that was the episode. Wait, there's more. What happened? Mikel and Chelsea were talking about, um, Mikel got some one-on-one time with Ari and said that, um, Mikkel? Mikkel Mahone. Oh, I'm sorry. Not Mikkel. Murdy. Oh, oh, in the credits. In the credits. Yes. 
This is important, guys. This is my Becky of the Week. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is my Becky of the Week. Mikkel was talking... Marie. Oh, my God, Marie. Sorry. Marie was talking to Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Confronting her, almost. It was like a confrontation. Yeah. And saying, like, oh, you know, Ari told me that somebody said that I was fixing my makeup in the mirror, da da and using the compass, the as compass a as a mirror. More insulting, yeah. And Chelsea said, "No, I said that you were fixing your hair." And my girl Marique said, "You are glam shaming." Oh my god! And she was my girl up until that very moment because <laughs> I was like, "You can't say that. You glam can't say glam shaming. shaming." And then she equated it to like fat shaming or whatever victim shaming. Yes, you're, it's like you're glam shaming. No, you're talking to someone's mother. Uh, like no, stop with this. <laughs> no She's one, over it. Just done. Oh god, that sorry, Marie. That was a Becky. That was moment. a Becky moment. God damn it, Marie. Oof. Um, preview for next week shows that they're going to Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. So they're leaving from Tahoe, leaving the West Coast, coming mm-hmm. over east, and the one-on-ones go to Chelsea and Tia. Yeah. They look like the two that are getting one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. Chelsea does her little... We finally see the back... Uh, backwards make Oh, yeah, out the jet ski make-out. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's Chelsea. Tia looks like on her one-on-one, she's going to tell him that she's falling in love. Which is Tia, just, you OD. This is way OD. Tia seems like the type of girl to... You know what? Let me know. Go what? Ahead. Do it! I'll, I'll we ready here. Okay. <laughs> Tia seems like the type of girl who needs to talk over a lot with her girlfriends. I think because she's 26. Mm. And, like, still young. And mm-hmm. she just still needs to, like, talk some things out. Mm-hmm. Like, you would need to talk that out with your friend. Like, I think I'm falling in love with this guy. And your friend would be like, no, 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 wait. Yeah. Hold on. Because you actually haven't been on a date with him yet. Thank you. So, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> and then she'll be like, okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah. This is her first one-on-one coming up that mm-hmm. she's about to drop the I think I'm falling for you. Which is, which is a bachelor milestone. Yeah. But it's usually not supposed to come until maybe your second one-on-one or if you've made it to at least the top five or so. Yeah. Or top six where yeah. you can start to say those I'm falling for you. She's saying there's still like 85 girls in this <laughs> house and this is her first one-on-one and she's about to drop the L word. Oof. Damn to you. Um, and then also in the preview, more Crystal, which is just Jesus Christ. But she looks like someone says she's unhinged. Yeah. And it looks like she's, she was talking shit about Ari. Yeah. She was like binge drinking all day. Yeah. It looked like she got drunk. It was just mm-hmm. talking shit about Ari to these girls who can't stand your ass. <laughs> And are waiting for the moment to run to him and tell all your team. Yeah. So And it looks like they have a caucus. Looks like they have a whole entire coup d'etat <laughs> about to get this bitch out the damn house. <laughs> they got Ari involved, and it's all of them against her, and she's yeah. about to get the about to get the hell out of there. The boot. The boot. And that was the episode. That was it, guys. It was a goodie. That was a good, juicy one. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very fulfilling. I got to see my CN. Mm-hmm. I got to see my one-on-one with Becca because yep. we knew that was going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. And we got a solid kind of like a solid group date as well. Yeah. And we got to see more of Ari. Right. Like Ari got a genuine Ari can get a moment <laughs> from me this week. Yes. Like I legit yes. was like, ah, he looks kind of cute, I guess. Um. So yeah. Good episode. This was a long one. Yeah, sorry guys. Sorry guys, but this was a juicy one at that. Yeah. 
Thanks for listening, as always. Mm-hmm. Please continue to subscribe to us, rate us, write a review. If you are listening to us every week, just take that three seconds to hit that five-star rating. Yeah. <laughs> if you're on Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, if you're on Google Play, I'm not sure what it is, but hit that five-star, please. Mm-hmm. And write us a review. Leave us some feedback. Give us some, you know, words of encouragement. Um, we'd really, really, really appreciate it. And we love reading them. I read them all the time. I really so do. Nice. I do too. I just go back and read with yeah, these. Yeah, they're just so nice, guys. So heartwarming. Because we literally are doing this for our own fun. Yeah. But it's good to see that people are actually listening Enjoying and are having it. fun with us. Mm-hmm. Um, we also do have a little bit of fun on Twitter. So yes, please we do. follow us. Tweet at us on Twitter. Our handle is. The number two, BLK, girls, the number one, Rose. That's our handle on Twitter. And email us at two black girls, and then the number one, and the number two, rose at gmail.com. Yep, send some feedback, send yeah. some, if you want to delve in deeper about something, if you just yes. have a whole, you want to go off on a rant about Becca, <laughs> please send it to we us. We cued you. Yeah. Uh, who are these people? Lenko. Lenko, you want to email us? Yeah, Lenko, the, the singer. The group. The group. Yeah. If anybody knows who Lenko is, is send anyone, us an email. Like, anyone who's married to 22 right now listening to us? Yes. through us? Send us yeah, an email. Please. We'd if love you're to hear from you. Of the Becca variety, <laughs> very young and married, or yeah. live in that kind of world where a lot of people are young and married, I would love to hear your insights. So please send us an email. Yeah. But that's it, guys. That's it. See you next week. It's going to be another good one. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.